0: what's going on everybody it's zach back here with another episode of clutch crew sports we've got episode 81 this is our mock draft 2.0 episode and i'm still the crown holding the crown in sports jeopardy
1: <laughs> yeah two more weeks and we'll see if you're still the king
0: <laughs>
1: i mean i'm not playing this time so but uh what's up i'm connor the co-host with the most and I'm excited for Mock Draft 2.0, and I got birthday in three days, so...
2: Woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm Nate. Uh, I'm excited for another round of Mock Drafts tonight. Um, I'm even more excited for some actual sports to be on this Thursday, or at least sports-related uh, content.
0: <laughs> that is that is <laughs> certainly right, man. It's been a while since uh, since we've had any notable sporting events. I'll just throw this out there. Did either of you guys watch the WNBA draft last week? I'm just curious. No, <laughs> I did not. No. Well,
1: well, well, hey, but you know, Nate or Nate and Zach, is not marble racing sports? Like <laughs> as great Ooh, as, right? as
0: as great as marble racing is, and don't get me wrong, it is a lot better than it sounds. It, <laughs> I, it's not a sport to me. That's my opinion. It's, it's not a sport, but marble marble racing is a hidden treasure that i found in
1: the no's <laughs> in, in, in <laughs> of espn 8 yes yeah, a, the, yeah the ocho show.
0: came through for us that day they haven't had the ocho on scent but that was a fun day watching uh like catfish uh you know the 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 catfish way of the hunting the hand like, fishing, the thing? Hand fishing mm-hmm. thing oh, I, oh I yeah was some over weird stuff
1: they, they showed
0: that on there too a bunch of uh Bunch of guys going out catching catfish with their bare hands.
1: The, the USA comeback in dodgeball. <laughs> yes, that was yeah.
0: classic. That that'll go down in history for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we on all seriousness, guys. We do have the NFL draft coming up, so that's that's the big event going on in sports. Um, the WNBA draft that was that wasn't okay. Um, it was a little weird seeing the commit. I would just personally, I just watched the first round um because i know there was a usf prospect who was supposed to be drafted and i didn't know when she was going to be drafted but she was the last pick in the first round to the seattle storm so i basically stopped watching after that but it was interesting uh basically it was it was really awkward though when the commissioner was just by themselves and they just held up the jersey and those WNBA jerseys are (laughs) nate said this on twitter they're like a walking billboard Oh, with all gosh, the sponsorships yeah. that they have, they have like three sponsors and then they have the little tiny team logo in the middle of the jersey. Oh, yeah, you really can't. Um, but none. It was it was all right. It was all right. But the NFL draft, now that we now that I actually know who these people are and actually follow the sport, it's going to be a lot more interesting to watch. Um, So we're going to do the same type of mock draft as we did in the last episode. It's going to be a group mock draft. We don't have Eric here with us, so it's just going to be the three of us drafting for all of these teams. We have more picks per person because of that, but we've changed the order around two because chances are if we had the same orders last time, we'd have a very, very similar result from mock draft 1.0. So 2.0 is going to be a little bit different. It is going to be significantly updated though because at this time of the year, right before the draft, there's always buzz going around. Oh, this guy's hot. This guy's cold. Oh, the experts are all jumping on this guy's bandwagon. And this guy just failed a drug test. And uh, <laughs> we, we found out new information about this guy. His injury concerns are really, really making him fall. So that those kind of drama and storylines, even in the weird times we're living in now, they still are happening now. So our mock draft going to be updated with that information in mind. But... Let's go ahead and get this started, guys. So, with the first pick on the draft board, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals, of course, Connor. You've got a pick for your rival AFC North team. Yeah. <laughs> but I do know before we, before we started, you had you wanted to start this off with a with a possible trade. So let's let's get yes, it started. Yes, so
1: I wanted to shake things up. But before we get to that, I gotta do the do doo-doo-doo, do 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 gonna do the draft music. Of but uh, yes, I was. I did want to, most people are expecting, like, right away, Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, I'm not going to say it yet in in case no one trades with me, but I decided I was going to shake things up. Does anybody want to trade with me for this first pick? Technically, Mm -hmm. I could trade with myself. I am the Miami Dolphins, which is a possibility in the draft, but I'm going to pass on that. I want to see if Nate or Zach wants to trade with me.
0: (sighs) Let me look at my teams. Let me look at my teams. So I've got the Redskins as much. You know what? I'm going to piss off Redskins fans, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, I
1: will give you a trade
0: offer, <laughs> Connor. I, I, was I, was,
1: say, I, I was about to say, anybody past like, the outside of the top 10, I won't accept. So <laughs> yeah, I'll just say that.
0: Yeah. So no, uh, Patriots aren't jumping up here. You're not gonna hand the Patriots. To <laughs> yeah. <over. laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, New England fans. <laughs> um. So I would like to submit a trade offer. Cincinnati. Okay. I I'm the Redskins here. I've got my first round pick this year, which is pick number two overall. So you're only gonna be moving down one spot. That's not very much. This is still the top of the draft board though, so we aren't gonna we aren't gonna lowball you. We will give you. Our first round pick next year. We're probably gonna be bad, so that's gonna be a good pick. And we'll throw in you know what, you might want another player this year, so we'll give uh, we'll give you a fourth this year. How's that sound?
1: Interesting. All right. Does any trade offers from the Lions, Chargers, or Panthers from Nate?
2: <laughs> I think we're gonna stay put I don't think there's anyone worth trading up for.
1: Oh, Chargers. <laughs> I'm surprised by that. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, But how about instead of, like, the fourth round pick, I'm trying to think of if there's any players on the Redskins right now that the Bengals might want.
0: You want... An old Adrian Peterson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was actually thinking. See, if that's one thing the Bengals don't need. It's a running back. Yeah. Um, I'll just... Actually, now I'll stick with the fourth-round pick. So, I think I'm going to accept that trade offer.
0: Wow. You move back one, move back
1: one spot. And you have the first-round pick next year, which you said is probably going to be bad. So, I think I will accept that.
0: We got a uh, we got a shocker here at the top of the draft boards, ladies and gentlemen, a true shocker that none of the experts saw coming, except for Clutch Crew Sports and their co-hosts. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to draw hype here. Um, all right, so I, I mean there was, I a, was there was, was a, like a
1: like lot t- of rumors about it beforehand because you know yeah. who knows if Joe Burrow actually wants to play for the Bengals. So
0: yeah, and. And he and here's the thing, guys. So I'm the Redskins. I, I made this this pretty hefty investment, giving up a first round pick next year and a fourth this year to move up one spot. But here's the thing. I'm Ron Rivera. I don't really know what I've got in Dwayne Haskins. He wasn't great last year. He wasn't god awful, but he wasn't he didn't show anything to make you say Dwayne Haskins is the future. He didn't do anything like that. We've got Kyle Allen, but he's a backup at best, really. He's, his his uh, ceiling is pretty low. So I want something new. I want a quarterback that's going to change life with the Redskins. And let me just get the, be- the player who just had the best season in college football history, Joe Burrow, ladies and gentlemen. That is who I'm going to be taking here with this pick. I mean, it wasn't a shocker, but hmm. Joe Burrow. I know Redskins fans are probably going to be going at the going at me for this, but Dwayne Haskins he hasn't sold himself yet. He hasn't he hasn't earned a right to be a guaranteed starter in this league. Granted, neither is Joe Burrow, but at least they're gonna have competition. And you guys know what I said before. You can never have too many quarterbacks. Um, could I could have also sent a trade for me with the Giants, but I like Daniel Jones at this point. Uh, quite a bit better than I like Haskins, so I'm going with Burrow here, and I'm happy to do this trade. I'm happy, and I think Redskins fans they might be mad initially, but in a couple of years they'll be thanking me for this. So
1: All that's, right. that's
0: going to conclude my little monologue there. <laughs> but
1: well, uh, yeah. Well, well, honestly, since now we're moving down to the number two pick, I think Bengals fans should be happy about this too, because you're getting a first round pick next year and a fourth round pick. So and you're only moving down one spot, and honestly. You know, this this actually might be a small shocker here, but I'm not going to take Chase Young because the thing about, you know, when you're looking at college success, Joe Burrow only had one season underneath his belt at LSU. So while, yes, it was like the best season in college football history, you know, people can be one season wonders. And I'm going to take the guy who has had two impressive seasons under his belt and also brought his team back from the brink and won a national championship. So I'm going to take Tua Tagovailoa at pick number two.
0: Wow. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is throwing everybody's draft boards up in the air right now. Tua just went second overall. All the experts, everybody who bet Chase Young would go second overall is now, now wondering, Oh my God, the rest <laughs> of my draft is all going to be messed up, but that's always what happens on draft night. So we are giving a pretty accurate representation of that. <laughs> So Tua, the second quarterback off the board, we got one, two quarterbacks, first and second picks. Uh, that That's pretty common every couple of years that seems to happen. And now, Nate, you're with the Lions now. You've got an interesting situation. Both quarterbacks off the board now. What are you going to do with the Lions here? Wow, so this is definitely an
2: uh, interesting spot to be in for sure. Um, I had a pick lined up uh, before this. Uh, before that trade happened, um, was going to go with um, uh, the corner. I was going to go with uh, Okuda because, obviously, the Lions need a corner. But I think at the third pick with Chase Young falling, um, not being picked first or second, I think that's who we're going to have to go with. We're going to have to take the best player available there. Um, obviously, the Lions need a cornerback, but I think if you can get an elite um, edge-rushing talent like that who definitely projects to be a pro bowl type player. I think you got to take that type of guy and have him for your defense.
1: Well, I will say I like that pick too, because yes, the lions need a cornerback, but their second biggest need is pass rush. So it's not right. like you're really, you know, going outside the lions needs here either.
0: Wow. All right. So we're in an interesting spot right now in the draft, three picks down two quarterbacks, the best defensive player. And now I'm controlling the pick for the New York giants here. And I'm going to be also like Connor was in his Redskins pick. I am willing to trade this pick. So I will listen to trade offers from anybody for anything. I will give you a minute to, uh, to assess your team, but I am comfortable trading back. So let me hear what you guys got.
1: Hmm. Actually, I don't know. As the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm thinking I'll give give a first round pick next year, and I will throw in. <laughs> uh, something crossed through my mind. I could throw in Yannick and Gakway, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, first round pick next year, and I'll give. I'll give a fifth round pick next year as well, and obviously my pick this year. Well, with number
0: nine or twenty?
1: Number nine. Sorry, number nine.
0: Okay. Okay. So number nine, a first next, the team's first next year, and uh, mm-hmm. fifth this year.
1: Yes. Or fifth okay. next? Yeah, fifth this year. Yes. Okay. All right.
0: Um, Nate, do you want to make any offers?
1: Um, I don't
0: think either of my teams. Are gonna want to do that? Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna accept that yeah. trade, Connor. Be I
1: nice. am gonna
0: move down five spots. <laughs> and I'm gonna make a deal with you. So we got the Jaguars picking at four here with Connor. This should be interesting. Let well, I me. Think uh, you're good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> hopefully, <laughs>
1: hopefully you. i um, You know, obviously I need your approval, but hopefully Eric will approve of my pick too. Yep. <clears throat> Since I've put the Jaguars on my back.
0: Hmm.
1: <clears throat> Alright, we uh-huh. got all
0: got it all situated now, so Connor, you can let us know who you're going to take with this well, pick.
1: So, obviously, in the last mock draft, the Jaguars took Javon Kinlaw because they needed that, you know, run-stopping defensive lineman. But, because of the Bengals or you know the Bengals and Redskins and the Bengals taking Tua and the Lions taking Chase Young this leaves the Lions in, or the Jaguars in a perfect opportunity to have Jeff Okuda fall into their lap because the ja- the Jaguars they traded away Jalen Ramsey they don't have AJ Boye anymore they need a cornerback and why not take the best player the best cornerback in the draft Jeff Okuda
0: Yeah I definitely like this pick um for the Jags as a As a Jags fan, um, he he would be the one that I would want most in this spot. And as far as doing this trade, I would be a little bit leery of just giving up the first round pick next year because I do realize that that's going to be a very high end first round pick. Um, but I'm a little bit eased because we have the Rams first round pick. And I think that's also going to be high (laughs) too. So yeah,
1: I I I was going to say a second round, but then I remembered that they still have that first round pick from the Rams. So I was like, okay, maybe I can give up this first round pick instead.
0: So, and we, I mean, God knows how many fifth round picks we have. So getting rid rid of that's okay. Um, So (laughs) overall, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Um, I'm not as into the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes next year as everybody else is, but that's something to keep an eye on. So that would, that would a little bit hinder that those aspirations, but I'm okay with this. Um, he's a great corner and I'd love him to fall to nine, but realistically we'd have to make a trade up like this to get him. So I like it. Nate, what do you assess of this pick? Cause I know you, you also follow the Jags quite a bit. Oh, yeah, I think that would be huge. Um, definitely, like, if this
2: situation unfolded, they'd be in the best player available, plus um feel a huge need for the mm-hmm. team with, obviously, Ramsey and Boye gone. So, if I was, I mean, as a Jags fan, I would be sight and I, I would like them to trade up and be aggressive because I think there's a little bit of, you know, seem kind of passive, like, just, you know, they've let all their stars kind of walk out the door, <laughs> you know, <in> this past <laughs> off season, and um, I'd like them to be aggressive and, you know,
0: show they're not going to tank this year. Absolutely. All right. So moving on now to pick number five, Connor, you've got this pick here with the dolphins. I kind of yeah. feel like I know where this is going to be going, but go ahead and <laughs> let us know. Well,
1: well, as the GM of the Miami dolphins, and I'm sure as the GM of the chargers for Nate in the next pick, yeah. our whole world has just been thrown into disarray. <laughs> but since I can't get Burrow and I can't get Tua, I got to stick with taking Justin Herbert. We got to get that quarterback. <laughs>
0: absolutely good pick all around there i think um it's gonna be interesting this is gonna be one of those things that in 10 years or so we're gonna be having a debate should the dolphins have traded up to get Tua instead because is Tua gonna be really good or is you know the whole with these three quarterbacks here especially with that redskins bengals trade this quarterback class is gonna be insane there's gonna be an insane amount of you know, speculation is like who won this draft based on the quarterbacks how they have pan out. So oh, this yeah. is this draft is is shaping up already to be, or really, and it's going to be in the future really deciding how the
1: league plays out. I think. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's kind of like you know with the the Bears trading up to get Mitch Trubisky, and we all, yeah, you know, instead of taking Patrick Mahomes and <laughs> yeah. Deshaun Watson, like, yeah.
0: All right, so, Nate, you've got your second pick now here with the Chargers.
1: I'm who very are interested gonna, to see where this goes. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> where are you going to go with this, Nate? So, I think before we
2: make this pick, we are going to listen to some trade offers here because we're going to go quarterback here. We're going to take um, either Herbert or Tua, whoever kind of fell down here. But seeing as the next best quarterback is Justin Love, who – um, we could potentially get, we could trade back up for at the end of this round. We're going to um, listen to some trade offers here if uh, someone mm. wants to pay up for this sixth pick.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. Not with my teams. <laughs>
0: no, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to stand
2: pat too. All right. So had to just get that out there, see what was yeah. going on. If we can't get rid of this pick, then we're going to go a little bit different here. and We're going to go with um, Isaiah Simmons from, Clemen, or from mm. Clemson. Since yep. With no quarterbacks available here, I think – I don't know that he's the best player available, but for what the Chargers need, I mean, offensively they're decent, but um, playing in the same conference um, – same division as Kansas City, having played them twice a year, um, I think it's huge if they can stock up their defense and get somebody who can really play um, all over the place. Kind of like another um, – um, Thurman James. James. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of move them to a bunch of different positions. And I think having both them on the same defense would be pretty intriguing.
0: Yeah, they always say whenever I hear mocks where like the Chargers pick a defensive player, they're always like, Gus Bradley is going to love this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Gus Bradley is going to love your pick, Nate. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> Gus right.
0: Yeah, so Nate, you're back on the board here with the Panthers pick. Where are you going to go with this one now? um panthers i think i'm gonna go a little bit more
2: um of the expected route here we're gonna stay with uh Derek brown at this pick um i know that's what most people are predicting that's i think so we went with the last mock draft we did i think i don't really see a reason to change it um probably the best interior presence in this draft and uh, could definitely come in and uh, help the panthers on day one
0: absolutely for sure um i've got we're gonna kind of speed things up a little bit now here but i've got the the cardinals pick at number eight and i'm not gonna try and trade this one the cardinals really need offensive line help so i'm gonna go with jedrick wills the tackle from alabama i said it before i think he's the best tackle in this class and the charger or the not the Char- the the cardinals they really have a need at offensive line all across the board they could go with a bunch of linemen but getting your left tackles the first step in securing an offensive line. So we're going to take who we think is the best tackle here and be happy. And now I'm picking again <laughs> here for, I'm picking again here back to back for the giants. Now this was originally the Jaguars pick. So um, we weren't anticipating picking at nine, but now that we're here um, I'm okay with this because the giants do need offensive line help. So we're going to go with another offensive lineman Andrew Thomas so the big thing Ooh. about Thomas is he's been known at Georgia obviously Georgia had has had a running attack offense for the past couple seasons he's great as a run to run uh, protector in the offensive line so with Saquon Barkley we want to utilize him to the max and he's going to help out our offensive line especially with our run game which we pride ourselves on so that's my reasoning of Thomas here
1: Yeah, I will say say that's a bit surprising, because I know there's been a lot of talk about Tristan Wirfs going Mm -hmm. to the Giants, so Mm -hmm. interesting. Well, as the GM of the Cleveland Browns, I'm kind of wishing that I would have actually tried to trade, because I was thinking in my head that Isaiah Simmons was going to fall down here, but I guess not, so (laughs) if Isaiah Simmons is not going to be down here, then Cleveland Browns, another team that needs offensive lines, so I am going to take Tristan (laughs) Wirfs at number 10, if the Giants were going to pass on him, so...
0: we just went tackle 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 guys (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised if that would happen because there are these tackles are pretty good this year so not too surprising to have that happening and the order is really up in the air there's no consensus number one it's just whoever you like better that's what it seems to boil down to but nate you're picking now for the jets at 11 where are you going to go with this pick man
2: um there's a few different ways to go here for the jets um Got a bunch of needs. I think I think we're gonna go um, spicing things up a little bit and go with C.D. Lamb here at this pick. Um, If you're gonna have, um, you got to see what you got in Sam Darnold this year for sure. There's definitely gotta be a decision on his future coming up, and I think uh, give him you know the best wide receiver help you can get and see um, what you got there.
0: All righty. That's definitely an interesting pick um, for sure. (laughs) So I'm picking now for the Raiders and I'm, I'm happy about this. Uh, The Raiders, we need a receiver and we want to get an elite receiver. So we're going to get the best route running receiver. That would be Jerry Judy from Alabama. Um, Last time the Broncos traded up to this spot to pick him. Now the Raiders are going to stay in Pat. Now that I own their pick, I'm going to make sure they get Judy. Um, so I'm going to be happy about that. Another weapon for that offense. All right. Now we'll move down to the 49ers here on our second screen. Might have to reference the first one. Cause we had a lot of surprises, Connor, but, um, <laughs> let me know if you, let me know if you need to go back up here, see who I'll pick, but the 49ers, where do you want
1: to Well, I was initially, you know, we went in three straight tackles. I was initially going to go three straight wide receivers with Henry Ruggs, but, I think I'm going to change my mind, and I am actually going to, because I forgot about this guy being on the board now, and he's fallen past um, the team where I think he's going to go in the real draft. So I'm going to go with Javon Kinlaw with this pick. Yeah,
0: Kinlaw is going to be an interesting one to see. It seems like the Jags are going to be the highest he goes, but if he doesn't go to the Jags at nine, it's really a crapshoot where he ends up going, could go as far down to 20th with the Jaguars. I've seen that happen a couple times. So Kinlaw is a real wild card in between this nine 20 spot. If indeed the Jags don't pick him at nine. All right. So I've got the next pick here for the Buccaneers. These picks are flying in now. We're not doing the 15 minute timer thing. So the picks are flying in. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take for the Buccaneers. We desperately need to protect Tom Brady the best offensive lineman left even though he did have some question marks at the combine with the with a failed drug test but makai becton is going to be the move here he's a big mauling offensive lineman and that's where the buccaneers really need their help he's a little bit of a project but hopefully some of the veterans on the team can coach him up and get him ready to go Uh, but it's not like brady's played with uh Worst offensive lineman in his past, so we're going to go back (laughs) in here at 14. I was considering trading up with this pick, but we're happy to get him where we wanted to, so we'll move on now to Nate's pick here with the Broncos.
2: All right, I'm going to keep it pretty simple here for the Broncos. I'm going to go with uh, Henry Ruggs with this pick. Um, Give him a speedy, deep threat, wide receiver to uh, pair opposite of Cortland Sutton.
0: Okay. So the third receiver is gone now in this draft to the Broncos, Henry Ruggs. I'm controlling the Falcons pick here, and I am going to go. Let me take a look at where we are right now in the draft. Okay, so I'm going to go with a cornerback here, CJ Henderson. Uh, The Falcons need cornerback help and Henderson. He's pretty good. He's the definite lock to be the number two corner in this draft. So the fact that he's here, I think the Falcons will not pass up on him. And I think he's going to be a great addition to this team. So that's where I'm going to CJ Henderson, the corner out of Florida, Connor, you've got the Cowboys pick here coming up next at 17. Where are you going to go with this one?
1: Well, I think I'm about to throw another curveball into the, uh,
0: into the selections
1: here. So we were actually just talking about this before the podcast started about, you know, how the contract talks with Dak Prescott are really breaking down. So in, you know, knowing that and knowing that we already have Ezekiel Elliott and Amari Cooper, you know, signed to long-term deals, I am going to take Jordan Love with the 17th pick.
0: Wow. (laughs) Yeah, this, uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) with this, but it's definitely going to make that quarterback room in Dallas really interesting uh what's gonna happen with prescott with this uh pick this uh this seems though like a very jerry jones type of pick though so i wouldn't be too surprised if it happens um connor's got jordan love the the third quarterback here going to the cowboys nate you're up next here with the dolphins their second pick earlier in the draft the dolphins of course got justin herbert the quarterback drafted by connor nate who are you gonna get for the dolphins here at number 18
2: all right, so we already got Herbert. Um, it looks like the other, our other needs are going to be related to our defense. So I think we're going to go a few different ways we could go here defensively. Let me just back in the uh, slides and make sure I don't pick somebody who's already been taken off the board here. Um, Anderson's gone. Kinlaw's gone. I think I'm going to go.
0: Uh, there's some technical difficulties going on. We can't hear Nate's pick. Uh, <laughs> this might be indicative of the real drop. But Nate, if LaVon you hear
2: this, let us. chase.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, I heard. I heard enough of his <laughs> name.
2: Caleb on Jason. hello. Hey.
0: Okay, we can hear you now, Nate. We heard yeah. a little bit of your pick, but not not all of it, but it's okay.
2: Oh, there it goes. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I got uh, Clavon Chasen um, out of LSU. I think we're going to try and boost the pass rush a little bit. bit. Um, Could have won here. Um, some Dolphins do need um, some help there a little bit maybe. Um, maybe a safety too. I think um, he gives them a, a boost of their pass rush that I think you can hopefully build around if he projects. Jack, way I think you
0: will. Okay, Nate, you've got the next pick here with the Raiders, and keep in mind, the Raiders originally took Jerry Judy in the draft, so who are you going to take with them here?
2: All right, so you already got Judy, which I think is a huge, going um, to be a huge help for them. Um, we're looking at Love, I think, to shore up that quarterback situation, but obviously he's already off the board, a surprise move by the Cowboys. So I think there's a couple guys I was looking at. I think since those guys are gone, I think we're gonna make a surprise move as well, and we're gonna uh, go for T. Higgins out of Clemson. Mm-hmm. I think he's got. He seems
1: like a green type of
2: guy. I like. I think he's been slept. Yeah, I mean he's. I think he's definitely been slept on. Um, just with. Obviously, like, rightfully right, so, Judy, and i uh, gotten all the hype. But I think we watch, you um, know, it was Tate from Clemson. I think he's um, potentially, you know, can be right up there with those guys Um, his rookie year. and a really good wide receiver. All
0: right. You're kind of
2: going in and out there right we'll now. They're mostly like a guy be yeah, at number one. Okay. Yeah, okay. he's gone. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right now i've got the jaguars pick now here at 20 and we traded up earlier in the draft of course to get okuda so there's a guy i was thinking i might want to get here but since we've already got a corner i'm going to pass on him but before i finish the pick is does anyone want to trade up i i'm willing to trade down from 20 uh if anybody wants to send a trade offer
1: i'll be happy to listen you know which one of my picks would want to do that since jordan love's already off the board yeah let's say if love was on the board i might try to trade up with like the packers but i don't think so
0: yeah okay i don't think all right that's fine we can make this pick here so i'm gonna go with defense again it's gonna be another position of need uh, the wide receiver class is stacked, so I think I'm gonna wait till the day two in the draft to get it, to address that position. I'm gonna go Patrick Queen, another LSU mm. guy. Um, linebacker help is is really gonna be needed. I know we brought in Chobert and we still got Miles Jack, but I'm honestly not super sold on Miles Jack, um, and we really need to shore up the linebacker spot. So, gonna go with Patrick Queen here. I I'm going best available too. I, I think this is a good spot for him to go. And it's been a while. We really need to sure up the run defense as well. So that's where I'm going with this one. Um, Connor, you've
1: got back to back picks here with the Eagles and Vikings. Yes. So I know exactly what I'm going to do with both of them. So with the Eagles, <laughs> um, I'm glad this is actually playing into our hands that the Jaguars passed on a wide receiver. I'm happy about that. So I'm going to take Justin Jefferson with the next pick. The Eagles really, really need those receivers. That's, uh, Mm -hmm. important that's our probably the Eagles number one need right now it's wide receiver so we're gonna take that and then as the GM of the Vikings um I'm pretty sure I actually made this pick last time we did this um and I took Christian Fulton but I've been doing some more research about corners and I think instead of Christian Fulton I think there's a better corner out there still and I'm gonna take AJ Terrell
0: yeah AJ Terrell um Really solid corner for Clemson. Part of that great Clemson defense can't go wrong with it as well. Um, Nate, you've got your team's pick here, the Patriots. Uh, who do you want the Patriots to pick if this is how the draft has been going?
2: All right. So the pick I was hoping for here was going to be uh, Patrick Queen. Um, obviously, he's off the board now. So I think we still need to go linebacker here um, with the departure of like Kyle Van Noy and. Um Jamie Collins off-season. I think the Pats definitely need a linebacker regardless. So we're going to go Kenneth Murray. Here I think not quite as good as Queen in my opinion, but I think he definitely still has the athletic attributes and you know high leadership qualities from what I can tell. So I would definitely be happy as a Patriots fan with either of those
0: guys. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Um I've got the next pick and I'm, I'm assessing my options here. Um, So I've got the Saints pick, and I'm going to go A.J. Epinesa. Um, So this might not be our number one need, but going to go on the defensive line. I think it can be improved. Uh, It's always an important position to pick, and I think A.J. Epinesa, out of the edge rushers in this draft, he's, I think, the best one available, and he's going to bring high-motor, Uh, High intensity on his pass rushes, and he's also solid against the run as well too. So, all in all, we're getting a good football player here, gonna help Drew Brees hopefully go on one last magical run. Um, (laughs) Connor, you've got the Vikings pick again here at twenty five. So, where are you gonna go with the second
1: Vikings pick? So we, um, obviously, what we did with the first was we got a DB that was our first need, and we traded away stuff on digs. So now we need a wide receiver. And so I'm gonna take Laviska Shenault.
0: Laviska Shenault.
1: I think that's right. Shenault. It yeah, um, it's yeah. probably it's probably Shenault. <laughs> yeah.
0: So the Vikings getting the replacement for Stephon Diggs here. Uh, I I definitely think this pick can happen in real life because he's the Cordarrelle Patterson type receiver that he's the kickoff returner, punt returner. Uh, gadget guy type of thing. The Vikings can use him. They've got a traditional route runner and dealing uh, possession type of guy. So Chanel's going to bring a different kind of receiver to their receiving core. I I like it. And now it's the dolphins. Here's where I'm going to pick Kristen Fulton, um, the cornerback from LSU, a little bit of a slide for him uh, to go this far, but the dolphins, they need help at all kinds of positions and, He's uh, the best guy available, I think. We haven't drafted a corner yet, so I'm going to go with Fulton here, the corner from LSU. Nate, you've got the Seahawks pick at 27 now. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Nate, you there?
2: Yes, I'm here.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All
2: right. Yeah, I was just being slow for a second there. Um, I think I'm caught up now, but um, so you yeah, have the Seahawks pick. Um, I think we're gonna have to go edge rusher here um, to kind of shore up. Um, obviously, it seems like Clowney's gonna be out of there. Um, we gotta replace him, so we're gonna go with. Uh, I always have a hard time. Everyone has a hard time saying this, but Yaturi Gross Matos Mato- mm-hmm. or Matos from Penn State. I think looking at the board, I just call him number death. 99. <laughs> that's also a good one. That's, that's probably a better way of doing it. But, yeah, it looks like he's the, probably the best like defensive end slash edge rusher available. So uh, we're going to go with him here and hopefully step in and uh, make up for some of Clowney leaving. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So I've got the Ravens pick here at 28 now. Don't need a whole lot of positions, but I think one position that really could help out Lamar Jackson is going to be another wide receiver and we're going to get a guy kind of been rising the draft boards. So That's going to be Jalen Rieger, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right, from uh, TCU, the receiver there. Um, I think he's kind of been slept on a little bit, including by myself. But I think some team's going to get him in the first round. I think the Ravens have another need for a receiver. It's a receiver-heavy type of draft, and we're going to go with one here. I wonder if he'll be the last one or not. Uh, Connor's got two picks here. We'll see what he says about that. But uh <laughs> Connor, you can pick us uh, to make a pick for the Titans now.
1: Yeah, this is this is actually a tough pick here. because um, I know who I want to pick for the Packers, but I'm not entirely sure about the Titans. But I think I think I'm gonna go safety, and I think I'm gonna take Xavier McKinney with this pick. I think the Titans could yeah. really use some DB help, so and he's the best safety in the draft. So I'm gonna take McKinney. And then for the Packers, this is actually one situation where, as the GM of the Packers, I am stoked that this guy is going to be here at this spot. I'm going to take Austin Jackson. He is one of the, you know, another part of the offensive tackles in this draft, and Mm -hmm. I am surprised he fell this far. Yeah, there's always, there's always those guys, a
0: lot of craziness. It's kind of normal down a little bit now, but still this has uh, been quite a bit different than Mock Draft 1.0. Uh, Nate, you got the 31st pick here with the 49ers. Uh, where do you want to go with this one? Um,
2: 49ers is another team, like you said, with the Ravens that don't have a whole lot of needs here. Um, so I, I don't know. There's. Let me look, take one more quick look at the board. Um See who else is gone. Um, ooh, this It's a tricky one. I think we're gonna go, um, Neville Gallimore here uh, out of Oklahoma. Um, big like you nose did, tackle.
0: Hold on, before you did, Sorry. I do believe you took um, Kinlaw, uh, before. So I don't know if oh, you, that might yeah, you yeah. want if that might want to make you change this or not. I'll let Ooh. you change it if you want.
2: Yeah, no, I think I will change it then. Um I forgot about that. It was kind of we had that whole like out of order like <laughs> yeah. top ten, I was like, expecting We had that, running. you know
1: and we and we had that GM swap, so you didn't remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <true>. yeah. <laughs>
2: um see I think I think we'll go Caesar Ruiz here i am trying to think who the 49ers center is right now.
0: Yeah. But if you can't name him, can not think of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was going with it.
2: If I can't think of him, then it probably, you know, won't hurt to maybe have an upgrade potentially. So, yeah, I think Ruiz is the guy who like I've been hearing a lot more about at center position who um maybe he won't start this year or maybe he, you know, will take the job, but I think um he'll eventually be an upgrade for the Niners.
0: Okay. All right, so I've got the final pick in the first round here, pick number 32 for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know where I'm going to go with this one. We don't have a whole lot of needs all around the board, but we're just going to make this offense even more lethal. We're going to pick DeAndre Swift, the running back from Georgia, Um, kind of hoping to bring the kind of production that we had with with Kareem Hunt back a couple years ago. And this is just going to make defenses even more worried about what we're going to do. We have an elite running back now with Swift. Got a couple other guys by rotation behind him. So all the receivers and the tight ends, you know, and Mahomes, adding Swift is going to make it even more difficult to game plan against this offense. So that's where I'm going to go with the Chiefs final pick, assuming they don't like make a trade for Leonard Fournette or something. But uh, (laughs) no, it's true. Yeah. So that's going to wrap up. The clutch crew sports mock draft 2.0 guys um, that was a pretty I was a pretty fun mock draft if I if I got to be honest this uh, I was it, it was fun to be um, a part of this a lot of things were changing around a lot of trades early which is always fun to happen um, so I will screenshot these and put them in the on our Twitter so you can get another look at these but and I also add the trades down here as well so you know Why all these teams made the trades, but as customary as mock draft 1.0, we are gonna go down to our individual mock drafts and say a little thing or two about um, some prospects on there. So I'll start us off with that. Um, I've got highlighted here Derek Brown to the Panthers. That's I mean you see across the board Brown 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 Panthers, Um, and even in our mock he went to the Panthers despite all the craziness happened. Derek Brown still went to the Panthers um this is one of those cases where it seems like it might almost be too good to be true a lot of times every it, the consensus guy is not often the guy taken um so i wouldn't be shocked to see brown not be picked to the panthers here but it, it does and he is probably the best available at this spot but uh according to the experts and stuff or according to some anonymous gm they he's saying that um that the mock drafts have it more wrong this year than any year in, in the past. So hopefully Clutch Crew Sports mock draft uh, has something to say about that. Um, <laughs> and then I've got Henderson picked down here, number 11 to the Jets. So this is probably much earlier than most people do. But um, I think Henderson's going to be an elite corner. I don't think the gap between him and Akuda is as big as people make it out to be. I still think he's an elite corner. Um, and if it wasn't for Akuda, he probably would be taken even higher, but I've got him going up to 11 here with the Jets. I just think that's an interesting scenario for him to be taken a little bit higher than than most would have. Um, And then later on, I've got Tristan Wirfs to Tampa here. Um, Obviously needs an offense. I do think Wirfs is um, because he's seen more of a guard than a tackle, really. so that's why I've got worse falling uh, with the offensive line to 14. And then I've got C.D. Lamb to Dallas here. I have Lamb as the third receiver in my mock draft, which might be a little bit shocking. To some. Uh, the Alabama pedigree is a lot better than the Oklahoma pedigree here when it comes to receivers. And I really am more – I feel more secure taking an SEC wide receiver, having to go up against those defenses than the Big 12 receivers going up against the lacking of defenses um so i've hmm. got lamb well i still think he's really good obviously i've got him going behind rugs in my mock into to dallas a team that can definitely use a number two receiver um and then i've got uh jalen Rieger, like i was talking about before to minnesota here he's a the guy who's been jumping up the boards and i wouldn't be surprised to see him be like the fourth receiver potentially in this draft but Got him going to Minnesota here. They definitely need a receiver with this spot. And then I got to do it at the end, DeAndre Swift to KC. I think he's going to really complete that offense and be a great addition to their backfield. Um, kind of be like a Kareem Hunt potentially for next season, which sounds really scary. But uh, that's uh, you can look at all the individual picks in my mock draft. Uh, you can also label this the key. Because they're all gonna be right. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> confidence. No, no, obviously that's gonna be, obviously that's not true. Don't hold me to that, guys. But I do hope that I get more right than last year. <laughs> so Connor, uh, tell us about the guys that you got selected.
1: Yeah. So first of all, I've got Isaiah Simmons here for the New York Giants. Pretty much in all the mock drafts I've been seeing recently, they all have the Giants taking offensive line, like taking Tristan Wirfs or maybe taking um, Andrew Thomas. But it's, you know, I just don't see that happening when you've got a player like Isaiah Simmons up there that's still going to be available because the first three teams aren't going to take him. So unless the Giants throw a curveball, because if you see on my mock draft, I've got the Chargers trading up to number three to take Tua. Unless they throw a curveball and take Okuda, which I don't think they would, you know, Isaiah Simmons, obviously the Giants need defense as well as offense. And I think Simmons is worth more than any offensive lineman in this draft, so I don't see why the Giants would pass on him. He's a should be a great fit for that defense. Then going down, I've got Javon Kinlaw highlighted because I'm going to talk about this with my next person, too. But Kinlaw was one of two people who were recently talked about possibly falling down in the draft Ken Law's got some injury history. It's got, like he's got like hip problems and I think he's got knee problems too. Um, which obviously that's caused people to drop down in the past, but it seems like everything is still in, you know, good with him and I think the Jaguars are really going to need someone like him because unless, you know, the craziness of this draft happens and they trade up and get Okuda their biggest need is defensive line. And I'd be shocked if Derek Brown fell to them. So the next best person is Javon Kinlaw. So I definitely see them taking Javon Kinlaw with that pick. But then going down to the other guy that's falling down lists, Makai Becton, Zach mentioned that he was, that he failed a drug test, which we all saw what happened to Laramie. It wasn't as bad as what Laramie Tunsil, that situation, but we all saw what happened there when he was supposed to be the number one pick or, at least, like, the first non-quarterback pick, and he started falling down the list. So um, I originally had him... I didn't have to change too much here. I originally had him going to the Jets and then uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking Thomas, but I moved Thomas up to the Jets and Becton down to the Buccaneers because, I mean, the Buccaneers are going to take an offensive lineman unless somehow all four of Worfs, Thomas, Becton, and Wills, all go before it gets to them. They're going to take one of those guys, and... I think Becton's going to be the one that's left for them to take. Then going down to the Jaguars, I've got them taking Justin Jefferson. I know in the mock draft, Zach mentioned that he didn't want to take a uh, receiver because he thought that the receiver class for the Jaguars was really deep and they could wait to the second round. I I just think they need to go and grab one now because I think all of the receiver problems they've had in the past – Um, I think it's more of a sure bet to pick someone in the first round, even though second round receivers tend to work out really well with how deep this receiver class is this year and how many first round caliber receivers are. I think you'd want to grab one of those. Um, and Justin Jefferson in my mock draft is the best one available at that point after Judy rugs and lamb. So got the Jaguars taking them. Then I've got AJ Epinesa highlighted for the Seahawks. Um, For Epinesa, it's really the Seahawks here. I can see them taking, depending on if Matos falls down there, I can also see them taking Matos. But I think Grossmatos is going to get taken earlier, so this is where I see the Seahawks taking Clowney's successor, Epinesa. They need someone that can get after the quarterback. And um, His past two seasons in college, he had 10.5 and 11.5 sacks, so they need that edge rusher to fill the void where Clowney is going to be missing. And then the last guy I've got is Patrick Queen on this list, highlighted at number 31. That's a bit lower than a fair amount of these mock drafts are putting him, but I feel like he's going to be, there's always that one guy who ends up falling a lot lower than you think they should. And I think for, unfortunately for Queen's sake, he's going to be that guy. He's going to fall lower than everybody thinks is going to happen. And he's just going to fall right into the 49ers lap. He's, they're going to get to that pick, and they're going to go, wow, Like Patrick Queen's still on the board, and they're going to take him. So I think that's why I, I highlighted Queen, because I think he's going to be that forgotten player, unfortunately, for him.
0: All right, Nate, let us hear a little bit of the insight on some of your picks on your personal mock. All right, so
2: my um personal mock isn't too much different than the last— um you know, the last um, episode we did, but I did make a few changes and I'm going to highlight a couple different players. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is Jedrick Wills. Um, I'm now putting him at fourth to the Giants. I had um, Thomas in this uh, selection last time. Um, I do think the Giants are, should go um, offensive lineman here. Um, I really like Thomas and I still do. I think um, in like the past week, I think, Wills really is like solidify himself in my mind as the top uh, lineman available here, and I think that's how the Giants are going to play it—just go top um, available. I don't know that they've got anybody that they're like super set on, um, so I think Wills would be the pick here. I think he should be. Um, and then at fifth, I've got Herbert to the Dolphins. Um, there's been a lot of talk in the last week about Tua potentially slipping because of you know his injury concerns, and he didn't you know really. He hasn't really thrown for scouts or anything like that. I mean, he had his pro day um, virtually, but, I mean, it sounds like people are a little bit shaky on him still. So I think the Dolphins are going to pass him up here and go with Herbert. Um, I think, which I think is definitely a safer move. I mean, Herbert is definitely still a, a little bit of a project, but I think um, with Tua, I mean, I like him, but I think he, will you know, if he reflares that hip injury, it could be, you know, really career damaging. So I think Herbert's a safe pick here. Um, and I've got Tua sliding down um, a few more picks. So then going to the next, um, yeah, that's that's the next one I was going to talk about. I just want to make sure. Um, yeah, so Tua, I've got him not now at um, 14th. On my mock draft, I had uh, Tampa Bay trading up uh, with the Chargers to go up and get an offensive lineman to protect Tom Brady. Um, and in my last mock draft, I basically just switched the Dolphins and the Chargers picks. Last time I had uh, Herbert slipping down here, and I think I'm a lot more um, confident on him as a top pick now, and less so on Tua, especially with like the rumors going around. So I think Tua will slide, and the Chargers will still get their quarterback in the situation. I don't see any of the teams you know, in the middle um, going after him unless somebody else trades up. But I think he'll end up... Um, at the Chargers at 14th and probably sit behind Tyrod for a while and um, see, see what he can do there. And then at 21st, I've got T. Higgins going to the Eagles. Um, that was um, – I made that pick for the Raiders in our mock draft earlier and kind of talked about it already, but I like Higgins a lot. I think he's slept on, and that's someone that could really come in and help the Eagles out. They, de- they definitely need a wide receiver, and I think he's got like the speed and um, – talent that's far beyond what they've had lately. Um, so i going down to, like, the bottom of the first round, end of the first round. I've got uh, Jalen Rieger going to Green Bay. Um, Zach talked about him. Um, I think he's very underrated as well. Like, this is a super, like, wide receiver heavy draft. So even, like, T. Higgins and Rieger, like, maybe they'll be the fourth and fifth guys off the board. But I think they're um, just as good as, um, maybe not just as good as, you know, Judy but I think they're definitely like high-talent guys that shouldn't be um, forgotten about. And I think he can go in and make a big impact in Green Bay opposite of Devontae Adams. Uh, give them that number two that they sorely needed um, and help Aaron Rodgers out a little bit. Um, and then at 32nd, uh, the Chiefs obviously don't have a whole lot of you know glaring needs just when the Super Bowl. Um, I think the one position that you could maybe quantify as a need would be running back. They've got some solid guys there, but not, you know, a true, like, star. And so that's why I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor here. Um, I know Zach, you have swift in this spot, which I don't think is a bad pick either. But I think Taylor, um, just after what I've seen in college, um, I think he's got like the explosion and the speed, and I think he's really a full package. You know, the only thing that worries me about him is his workload that he got in college. You know, got a ton of carries, which, you know, people always worry that maybe he'll be more injury-prone coming to the league, but I think for the Chiefs, you know, you don't have to ride him. Um, You know, he's not going to be the focal point of your offense, but if he can come in and um, boost the running game a little bit, that's going to be a pretty scary um, fight this year.
0: Absolutely. And I just want to highlight before we end this just how different some of our mock drafts are. So, for example, uh, on our personal mocks, Connor and Eric both have the Chargers trading up to take Tua. And Nate actually has the Chargers trading down and taking 2 <laughs> So that just that just shows you there. And that's at, Nate's got them at 14, and you and Eric have them at 3, Connor. So that just shows you how variable this draft can be. Like all mock drafts, it's all speculation and, and fun and games and everything. But it's going to be interesting to see how this draft unfolds. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the pick that your team had or if your team didn't have a pick hopefully uh hopefully the player you got for that pick uh is gonna live up to the status of some of these picks um (laughs) because this is always a crapshoot i always like having the the sure thing um as opposed to a crapshoot where it's who knows really when it comes down to it but uh but yeah that's gonna that's gonna wrap up this mock draft guys we'll be back with our next episode with some, some actual draft analysis. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to want to talk about when this draft is all said and done. So hopefully you guys will enjoy that. Hopefully we'll have gotten some of these picks right as well. Um, <laughs> but that being said, guys, that's going to be all for this episode. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, be clutch. Bye. See ya. For Eric, peace.